I never stopped to think. Hey, when I was with the doctor, I, I saw more than I could have ever dreamed. And then we lost each other. I didn't know what happened to him. If he was alive or if I was ever going to see him again. Hard way to live. Being with the doctor, you don't get to choose when it stops. Whether you leave her or she leaves you. It felt cruel. To be shown something I couldn't have anymore. It felt like um, I'd rather not have known. I'd rather not have met her, because having met her and then being without her, that's worse. How'd you deal with that? How many people in the universe get to meet the doctor? Let alone travel with her. We're the lucky one, Chaz. Enjoy the journey while you're on it. Because the joy... It's worth the pain. Welcome to Into the Time Vortex podcast. We're talking about Doctor Who. We're talking about the... First episode of 2021, and uh, it's the latest episode, Revolution of the Daleks by Chris Chibnall. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. And this is a big episode because it's the first episode after Chibnall destroyed Doctor Who, maybe? Lost a lot of viewers. Do we have uh, um Oh, oh, this is the lowest rate. Overnight was the lowest special and the lowest Doctor Who of the new series. Of the ratings for the overnight. <laughs> really? Yeah. Does that surprise anyone? No. There are a lot of people. Okay, so what's the, ep- what's the episode about? Um, so we have this Jack Robertson who was in that weird episode with the spiders, mm-hmm. yes. uh, played by Chris Noth, who uh, has returned and has decided to take the shell of a Dalek that was found um, when it invaded the government communications headquarters. And he's going to turn it into a... Security drone. Like a security drone kind of thing. Yeah. Um. The the and and the doctor is in prison. I I I may have blocked out why the doctor's in prison, but the doctor's... oh no no you you didn't block out why it was never explained. Oh okay, so there we go. Uh... <laughs> well, the the Jadun came in just because of all the crimes and stuff like that. They put her in jail. She said, That's "I was put said. in jail for being me." And that yeah. was the only explanation that they had of why she was in jail for, I have it written down, 19 years. So it's, it's, um, it, it's, it's horrible that people can be in prison, but if they're just being them, yeah, okay, whatever. Anyways. It, um, make any, that, that's one of the things I'm like, after I watched it, I was like, yeah, there, this was okay. And then I'm like, wait a second, why was she in jail? Why, what was the reasoning for her to be in jail? There was nothing of that explained. And well, then she uh, just 
you know, kind of escapes and goes, hi, fam, how are we going? Blah, blah, blah. It's, oh, it's been 10 months. Oh, well, you know, we can still be friends. It's just like- so so a- a- anyways, um, the doctor does things wrong all the time. And I thought there was an episode earlier in the season where the Jadoon showed up and she kind of talked back to them. Am I imagining things? Wasn't the Jadoon in, in the earlier episode with uh, the other doctor? Yeah, when we find out about... Uh, and weren't they the chasing after her? I don't remember. There was an episode of... with the Jadoon, but like I said, I've I've dropped a lot of I've dropped a lot yeah. of this out of my head because what the hell is this thing? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So fugitive, fugitive of the Jadoon. Yeah. And that was episode was... Uh, three, three, four, five. Episode five. Oh, so yeah, two. Last year. Well, I got the impression that it wasn't, that's not important, that we don't need to spend a lot of time on why. It just happened. And, you know, I think we're getting used to the idea of this show being something like, yeah, don't question things all the time. Out. That's a cop-out, though. They should explain I, I don't, why. I mean, there is no, if they were just not going to explain why, then there's no reason for her to be put into jail. So, let, let me ask you a question. Back in the... Um, Pandorica episode, whether Jadun there trying to capture the doctor? Oh, I don't remember. Maybe. So everybody it, that, that was there, there more there's or less. probably a thousand reasons why the doctor should be locked up. It may not be good reasons, but there are reasons. So unless they're going to explain it in the season coming up, I, I, I think. I don't think it's important that she was put in prison. Maybe what we'll do is we'll 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 try to investigate that a little further because it doesn't. If, I, if it would have made no point, sense, and no no point that I think that it didn't make any sense that she was put in jail. I mean, if you watched that last episode and you came away with it going, "Huh, why didn't they? Why did they put her in jail?" Then you're obviously missing the point of that episode where they just absolutely rewrote. Doctor Who history for decades, and you're sitting there going, "Why is she in jail?" Well, yeah, you would think that's what the next story was going to be about. Like, at least have some authority figures, you know, gloating. It says, "Oh, we've blah 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 blah." And then, how the hell did Captain Jack know she was in jail? Yeah, and that was blatant. He's like, you know, it's too complicated to explain how I got this in here. Like, they didn't even try to acknowledge that there was no way he could get his vortex manipulator into... Yeah, I saw it away. Oh, you don't want to know how I did it. I'm like, well, besides something I'm thinking of, which is probably not appropriate to say, no, I don't want to know how you got the damn thing in there. So, so, (laughs) in addition to my computer having trouble, I've also entered a bizarro world where I'm defending Doctor Who. And, um... The, the whole history of this show has been Captain Jack going, oh, it doesn't need to be explained, and the doctor going, oh, it doesn't need to be explained, and now <laughs> none of that really mattered to me because... It's just that's, lazy that's the, writing by just saying it doesn't have to be explained. Okay, well then, that's what's been happening with this show since it came back. I mean, it would have made more sense if, like, at the end of the episode she got shot through the vortex and got trapped somewhere and had to repair the TARDIS and then came back 10 months later. It would have made more sense than, oh, 
we'll just throw her in jail. We'll just have Captain Jack come and save her, and then she'll come back, and I'll and we don't have to explain it. At least if she was like trying to repair the TARDIS, oh, it took her this long to repair the TARDIS, and then came back would have been a lot better scenario than, yeah, let's just throw her in jail. We don't have to explain it to people, you know. Um, I, I, I mean, it doesn't bother me as much as it seems to be bothering Jeff, but um, you know, it was just one of those little things. I was like, wait, did I forget something? No, you didn't. So. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm, I'm reading a very long three-page article about why the doctor was put into prison. Um, and it's too long to even go into. So I, I was hoping that it would be an easy answer. It says here, uh, she was arrested for being a bad imitation of the real doctor, the timeless what? children, the timeless child. So when was that ever discussed? No, I don't know. <laughs> well, you'll have to go back and watch. Maybe, uh, maybe it's just something that's, you know, Chris Chisnell says, I'll put this in here, and then this will be the continuing, the, the threading story for the next season, which if that yeah. is, okay, that's fine. I, I right. doubt, the reason why she's put in prison will never, ever be mentioned again, in my, I, I don't think, because it's not important, and it was just a throwaway. It's just like, why did the Titanic crash into the TARDIS? At first, you're like, oh, my God, that was the best part of the episode. Forget about it. It'll be explained later, or it won't be. It doesn't really matter. And it was, because he didn't well, have the shields up. Okay. So, you're right. So, Chris Chibnall, let's do an X on Chris Chibnall. <laughs> he, screwed, he screwed up again. A major screw-up. Why was the doctor in prison in the first place? I didn't think that they were going to give us an answer, because it wasn't important. So, um Anyways, uh, what else? So, um, so the though, who was working with Robertson, uh, cloned the cell material that he found yep. inside the ruined Dalek that they stole, and yeah, Leo, Leo, and then of course everything went horrendously wrong. Um, so. I'm going to mention, you talk about stupid jumps in logic. The, we saw a flashback of what happened to that Dalek. It, the casing was brought, it was uh, cap, uh, stolen. Right. This is and, kind of like a sequel to the last year's New Year's episode. Yeah. And then it was brought to a place, and they did some studying on it. And then, correct me if I'm wrong, but it took them a year, but they finally built one prototype and showed off that prototype with the with the gas coming out and the and the hose, which was I thought was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. And then the doctor, meanwhile, is arriving back on Earth, and they're discovering that this probe is there. Then, within hours, they build millions or thousands of these things, and with hours, the the guy clones the the creatures and there's thousands of those the same number as the as the I drone within they, hours i thought they said no probably not but i thought but, he, the, the dalek said over a year it took him to build the yeah they built that whole factory in japan and, and well, even that. if it was it would be 10 months or a year or whatever it feels like what we saw with all that stuff they over 
they showed the special effect of I would have loved to have seen maybe a hundred of them on a on a conveyor belt, but not they always have to go overboard. That's a lot to see that's a lot. And they even even in the clone thing they were like, Where is everybody? It's like, well, they, they were consumed afterwards. How did all that happen in even a year? It just seemed like it was a huge jump in the storyline. Talk about, you know, that being a, you know, the, oh, why is the doctor in prison? Well, why did all this, how could all this happen on Earth? You know, it just seemed like a huge jump. It in. was this eating the people, soiling green moment. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. So, um, that was probably the worst part of the episode. I thought it was, vi and then just how do they teleport into the Dalek? Did they build he that? He said, activate, and they all just went poof. <laughs> he what just do you said, mean? They, they didn't teleport into the Dalek. They, they used the vortex manipulator to get on the ship. No, no, he's talking about the, the mutants, the, the, the thing that goes in the Dalek. The little octopus. Oh, 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 those. Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, those are the, those are the, that's lazy writing. Um, but I feel that the show has always, has been doing that since it came back. That's, that's been my argument. I think it's more blatant now because I think Chris Chibnall's even lazier of a writing writer. And I think he, he goes, well, if they could get away with doing that, then why can't I get away with doing this? And Which is a shame because if you watch Broadchurch and stuff like that, it's like, that's why it's disappointing because of what yeah. he's done before. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Is it more disappointing than having Stephen Moffat take over the show and just give us what happened where prefer that be, prefer that to this. Well, maybe, but um, when Stephen Moffat was writing for Doctor Who with, with Russell T. Davis, he was creating masterpieces, and then that stopped. <laughs> That's because Russell reined him in. Well, maybe, probably. Um, I did like the Doctor in prison, where we saw a couple of different, including Angela. <laughs> The oh, weeping, weeping angel. angel, an ood, a pating, and a silence. I forgot you were here. Um, I thought that was kind of neat. I like her, um, you know, hi, camera 27. Good morning, mm -hmm. camera 28 and everything. Kind of, um, I like all that stuff. With the trailer, I thought she was going to be in prison the whole episode. I didn't think she was going to be in this episode, but uh, obviously they tricked me into that. Um... But I didn't like. I, I okay. So another thing, I, I so she gets out of prison. Um, I thought that escape from the prison was pretty neat. That little bubble. Yeah, I like that. That was neat. I like that. It was kind of cool. Yeah. Um. They get back together again, and thank God that the fam wasn't all like, "Oh, let's go, doctor." They were not happy with her. <laughs> she got shoved in the. Punched almost like shoved in the chest, like what the hell's wrong with you? It was you know like kind of like a bunch of friends, like you were gone for ten months, and she's like, damn, like I was like, damn, mm -hmm. yeah, that was pretty good. And they, and they didn't. Ryan was all like, oh, she's back. So they didn't. They didn't just drop it. They that was an ongoing thing that happened throughout the whole episode. It wasn't something that. And and for Ryan, the ship had sailed. He w he had already accepted his 
you know, he had already been on Earth for a while, and, and he was kind of like had given up on the doctor. And when the doctor came back and said, okay, let's go, he was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm already kind of settled in here. So, so I thought all those moments, I thought most of the moments between the doctor and her companions were excellent. And I don't think they've ever, Chris Chibnall's ever done a bad job with those moments, especially in his first season where they're talking. The, the, the story winds down for a second. We have a minute or so of dialogue where we get these characters. Are they developed well? Maybe not. But at least there's moments where they're talking. And I thought there was more character development in Yaz and Yaz. Anyway, <laughs> I was going to say Ryan, but maybe not. At least Yaz in this episode, I, I, I thought I liked her better from anything that happened last season. Yeah, I agree. Well, you kind of have to. She's going to be one of the companions for the next season. They're going to have to develop her a little bit more. Well, so. and maybe, you know, you, you think that maybe one companion that they would be able to focus more, but of course they have to bring in someone else, and, and it's obviously someone famous in England because they were making a big deal out of it, and I don't know who that is, so... Yeah, I oh. looked him up. I guess he's a comedian. Yes, a comedian. John that's, Bishop. That's what the show needs, is another comedian. Okay. A friend of mine said he's actually a decent actor. Well, I, I mean... over in England. I asked, I said, who the heck is John Bishop? She says, oh, it's a comedian. He's a decent actor. So I was like, all right. Well, when they brought back Donna Noble, who's a comedian, Catherine Tate, I was against it, and she ended up doing absolutely fantastic. So she ended up um, being I, one of the best companions ever. So mm -hmm. I'm, well, and, and I'm not gonna, so I'm not gonna judge this new guy. It's just that they they kind of made a big deal out of him, and I thought I went back to look at that clip, and I said, "Oh, this is going to be clip from what we're going to see," and it's like, "Oh, okay, whatever." <laughs> that wasn't a big deal. It wasn't worth my time but anyways um there was a couple of scenes where leo is sort of working with the octopus uh dalek and i thought there was some really good use of color in the shot I, even the color in the um incubator factory where they were talking and they actually said, oh, look, it's changing color. I, I, don't, I don't understand exactly what they were talking about, but I, I like that color scheme. It, it kind like of felt like aliens, an aliens feel, didn't it? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's um, Jack and Yaz talking about the doctor leaving and how the doctor leaves on her own... Um, uh, terms, court, yeah, and um, all that. I love that scene. That was probably my favorite of the whole thing. Yeah, that was good. I like that. Kind of makes you think that Yaz has feelings for the doctor. Besides, you know, I don't know. She just seemed like really, I don't know. Well, I like how she was um, obsessing over it, and she was in the her TARDIS. With the post-it notes everywhere, trying to figure out. Kind of like Rose. <clears throat> Rose, why? Yeah, kind of Rose-ish. Well, Rose always obsessed, and then uh, Eccleston's last one, she was obsessed, and she had to get back, had to get back to 
to, to get to him and she got the heart of the TARDIS and all that was kind of like Rose-ish in a way. Yeah. Um, I was annoyed by Rose's obsession with the doctor, especially with uh, David Tennant. So hopefully they don't screw that up with this and make it like a, um, oh, you know, I love you. you. You know, just, I don't want her following her around going, you know, like Rose did. Um, and jealous every time the doctor's talking to someone else. Let's hope not. Yeah, I hope not. Um, the doctor, there's a scene with, okay, the doctor and Ryan, I have a quite, um, I like the scene where they're talking. But, um, at one point, every, we get to have a, a, a explanation of what's going on. And this is where, Robinson or whoever sits down and says, well, here's what's been going on. And the Dalek stops and tells us his plans. Those went on too long. And that was a thing that happened in the last season, especially where there was a lot of explanation given to us that got a little boring. I didn't think this episode was boring. I, but those were the moments where it was kind of like, oh, here we go. We're going to be lectured again and what, how the, what the Daleks are doing. And for some reason, Chibnall can't do that right without it being like a... It feels like it just slows the story down. At least that's my opinion of this. Yeah. yeah. I was disappointed that we didn't have more of a battle between the Death Squad Daleks and the on pure Daleks, which is uh, which is taken from, kind of borrowed from Remembrance of the Daleks, because that's where that started to come from. They had like the Dalek Civil War, mm -hmm. the Unpures, but it just seemed like you had you know one little fight. Yeah, they're on a bridge. There were yeah, cars. They go, what were the cars behind off, them? Yeah, then they, uh, they had the, the, all the destruction of all the rest of the Daleks happened off screen, and they had that one Dalek says, "I'm the last one." Blah blah blah. Don't kill me. And I'm like, well, they resolved it off screen. Make, you know, it makes you wonder, well, you could have given us a little more unless they didn't have that much for a budget or something, but it would have been nice to have a little bit more of a battle, give us some more action, you know, two Daleks fight, uh, squads fighting against each other. Yeah. I will say that when the Daleks, the drone Daleks first um, started killing people, it was pretty brutal. They were showing a lot of people getting killed. They were getting mowed down left and right, and it was really kind of neat to see because the show had been very, you know, sometimes can be very um, watered down and I, I felt that was really good. There was some good um, carnage. Um, I was like, geez, are they just wiping everyone out? You know, which is what the Daleks usually do and then I Prime do like the... Don't, don't do well in Doctor Who, huh? The Prime Ministers don't last long yeah. in Doctor Who, do they? <laughs> Uh, and she was, um, you know, that was good. That was a good death because you you get sick of hearing from her, and she's like, oh, you know, well, I mean, misled a little bit, but, um, but, anyways, yeah, you're right. There was only we only saw a couple Daleks shooting each other, and and they could have added a little bit more to see more of that. But yeah, I thought they spent most of the money on killing all the people because they were just showing so much of that. Um, again, I think Robertson is really good in this. He's not really a bad guy per se. 
because as soon as he finds out what's going on, he kind of goes on the good side, but then he instantly says, oh, and he jumps. It's like, I, I don't know why he didn't get killed, because he's like, he just goes to die. You know, I'm going to go on that, you know, like the bad guys always do. They always have to still be bad, even though they're... So I thought that was kind of weak. I but, mean, he, um, he was an opportunist. Yeah. He, he was, he was going to be on the side of whoever was winning. And when he thought it was going to be the Daleks who, who won, he was going to be on their side. And when he realized they weren't, he, he changed sides. I mean, it, it, it he just, uh, you know, he was talking out of both sides of his mouth the whole time. I thought the Daleks being led into the TARDIS at first, I thought that was stupid scene. It did look kind of weird because they were going in there so fast. They were being like they were being vacuumed into the TARDIS or something. They just were sped up and we think it would take them a little bit longer to get all those Daleks in there because there's only one door, you know. But they all seem to go in there pretty quick. Um, But I like that fake out uh, plan. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I thought I thought overall it was a pretty good episode. I was I was fairly pleased with it. You know, I wasn't as ugh, as I have been. <laughs> no, um, I, I agree. I, yeah, there's things that happen throughout the episode that I don't like. That I'm like, oh, that's a problem for this Chibnall era. But overall, from what we've seen last season, I thought this was closer to the previous. I, I guess a lot. Some people like this last season better than the previous season, but I'm like, no, no, no. I think the first season was better than last season. A couple of good episodes last season, but overall I thought it had deteriorated. Yeah. But this was closer to that Dalek episode from last New Year's and... Yeah, but this wasn't it wasn't that bad. I mean, I mean, it was... I didn't hate it. I mean, it was enjoyable. I sat there and watched it. I was like, oh, this is good. I'll see what's going to happen next. The... But, the actor who played Leo, I think he was in Misfits, the TV show Misfits. Oh. I don't know if he was in Utopia as well either. Um, I feel like I've seen that actor in a couple things, but okay. So, anyways, uh, no surprise, Ryan is staying. Uh, I yeah, like he that. Misfits. Yeah, I like that scene. I like how he he decides to stay and his reasoning makes sense and then um i thought graham was a bit wasted in this episode he didn't have much to do i don't think yeah. he had too many well that's the problem with three companions and you add captain jack yeah yep so you got the short end of the stick i mean i know he had been handled fairly well throughout these two seasons so they were sort of bolstering up ryan and yes in this episode a little bit, and he got left behind. Uh, although I, I did, I, I guess it was okay to go back to the whole bike where he's t- <laughs> trying to ride the bike again. But you I have think to s- in ten months' time he would have figured out how to do it. I don't know. <laughs> and, and and the last scene where he's going along and he's he's not falling, and and the music is rising, and you're like, yeah, he did it. And then he falls and right at the end. Of- and the music starts up. I, I just laughed because it was just... But it, I, I also look back at it and I say, this is an ongoing thing. I mean, he's going to be working with, you know, Graham, and they're going to be... This is 
a good ending, you know, that, mm -hmm. that was good to end on that, and I'm glad that it ended that way. It didn't have to end on something silly happening. It was back to, you know, it makes, oh, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. There was something that happened at the end that was really stupid. Oh, when the grandmother, when the, the grandmother. Grand, yeah, she appears into the light and everything. I'm like, oh. And I tried to pass it off as she wasn't really there. They were just looking at the sunset. Both remembered her at the same time. And, you know, but I thought it was kind of heavy-handed. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> other than that, um, I thought it was a good ending. And we won't have to, hopefully we won't hear the word fam anymore. Oh, yeah. No, I hope not. I really hope not. So I thought this was pretty good. I mean, if I were to compare it to last season, it would definitely be one of my favorites. I mean, I like the start. probably the story that Chimla wrote that I actually like the most so far because I don't like most of his other stuff. <laughs> so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and you said earlier that there was low ratings, the lowest ratings, and I it think a lot surprising of because you know a lot of people wanted Captain Jack back, and the reason that you they put Captain Jack in it was well, maybe they'll help boost ratings, and people you know been wanting to see him come back, but yet it was the lowest rating. It was the third watch program for the day in the United Kingdom, and the most watched on BBC One. It got 4.69 million viewers, and it's the lowest, unfortunately, special and Chibnall era episode. Hmm. Yeah, you figure everyone's in lockdown and stuff. They're, they can't in England. They can't do anything. You you think a lot of them would have watched it? I don't know. Well, so if they were in lockdown and more people did watch it, then the true ratings, if they weren't in lockdown, would have been maybe a lot lower. <laughs> well, we'll have to see what this, I don't know, we'll have to see what happens when the streaming ratings come out. I, I know there's a lot of people online who are on YouTube and boasting and commenting and everything that they're done with the show. That this last season, mostly because of the change of the mythology, that they're they're not going to watch it anymore. So you hear that all the time. People are like, I'm not going to watch it anymore. I'm not going to watch it anymore. Eventually, someone's going to, people are going to start leaving the show in droves. That's what happens with all shows. They eventually do something that people don't like, and they, people are just fed up with it. And little by little, they leave the show. And, you know, maybe that's why the ratings are lower. It seems like they're not too bad if they're the third place of the day. That's not horrible. Um, I don't know what else come, came out that day that was brand new. If anything, maybe it was up know. against repeats or something. But It was up against news and stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Usually on Christmas Day there's other things going on that it's up against, but they usually, you know, obviously in the past they do well at Christmas. I doubt they would do as well People don't Unless want a lot of people watched it later, streaming, whatever they do for streaming there, the iPlayer or whatever, and they watched it later. But just because... Or, or they recorded it. So if Chibnall changes, turn, and we always, every time there's a good episode, we say, well, maybe this is, this is what I say, 
this is when the show turns around, and I was I've been saying that since the beginning when the show came back, but now it's it's less it's more bleak. I look at this episode. I say, well, maybe they're they're listening to people. They're going to get their act together. I don't know if I have confidence in that. But would people come back if the show started being a little bit better? I don't know if this is getting better reviews. Like, I don't know. I, I didn't Doctor read any reviews on this. It, well, if Doctor Who fandom in general is kind of like looking at this, going, "This is more like it," maybe I'll give the next season a chance. But with a huge gap. The general public's going to kind of forget about Doctor Who. They're kind of well, half thinking about it, and now it's... Well, yeah. the definite barometer would be if he leaves, and when she leaves, and there's a new person, and see if, you know, because they'll get the spike of the curiosity spike and see if they can hold changing of the guard, if that chain keeps the people interested or not. But I, I think that endless child thing kind of rubs people the wrong way and they're just like see ya yeah mm. uh, I mean like I said at the time I, I, I don't agree with what they did especially for the reasons why it did it uh, it's this, this new series has done this before where it's sort of um attacked the old series and kind of um, diminished it a little bit. They did that with the when they brought the first Doctor back. There was an element of uh, he was just a, a guy who was just a total jerk and everything, and women were treated badly, even though uh, a woman was the creator of Doctor Who. Um, but that was yeah, ignored. That was, that was not like the first Doctor, really. No, if you want, I mean, we've watched a bunch of Hartnells, and he doesn't. I thought he did a fantastic job, but they had to focus on him saying, "Oh, go make some tea and stuff," and that was he did. He rarely did that, if if at all. So it wasn't that bad, but they had to bring that up and bring it. They had to take it out of context and put it into the new show to tell people that's how horrible the old shows were because they were so racist and, and, and sexist or whatever. And that's not true. So, you know, but don't sit there and, and take it out of context and say that it was because you don't need to do that. Work on a new show and don't... The show adapts. You know, we know that Unit was supposed to take place a few years in the future or whatever, but that had 70s technology. We can, as viewers, we can adjust for that and know that when we see a spaceship from 1968 and it has buttons that are, you know, so primitive, we know we can use our imagination to say, well, that's still the future as told, and we can understand it out of context. But anyways, I'm just getting off track a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought this was pretty good. I'm, I'm uh, you know, I had very low expectations. I don't know about your expectations. <laughs> I didn't really have any. You know, I mean, I watched the trailer and it didn't give anything away, and, you know, that's fine. Yeah, um, yeah I had, yeah. But, I had low expectations. <laughs> but. I don't they, necessarily know. have high expectations for the new series now because I don't think anything's even being worked on. And oh no, they're it, they're, they're filming and okay. 
my friend in Scotland said, hey, that new companion dude, he's tested positive for COVID, so I guess filming is going to stop for a while. <laughs> like, whoops. So, yeah, because there's pictures of Manta, you know, she was getting the Q-tip swab shoved oh. up her nose. They were saying, see, I guess she she was, she's like, oh, I got to do this every day. So I think she posted that on Instagram or something. But, okay. yeah, but they're filming. Okay, well, they originally said before all this happened, they said they were going to take a, a two-year break or something, and, and so I don't, you know, I don't, whatever. I don't know. I, I so Jodie Whittaker I thought was okay in this. I, I again I've never seen anything from this show that makes her makes me say this is definitely a, the Doctor. She does things that I like that seem like the Doctor. Um, she's close at times. I think there's some really good stuff in this, but there was nothing that blew me away. Um, but I thought she was pretty good in this. I thought there wasn't anyone that was really bad in it. I don't think. No, I didn't think so. I mean, I didn't like the Chris Noth character, but I didn't like him because he was unlikable. You know, yeah. like he was supposed to be unlikable. Yeah. So, right. Uh, you know, the rest. Which means I mean, he did his job well because he, he did his job well. He was a very yeah. convincing jackass. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I know I had trouble with the master last season. Um, no, no way. Yeah, and, and there wasn't anything like that. Uh, Captain Jack, we haven't we've reviewed a few episodes with him in it. I was not a fan of Captain Jack. Um, I thought he was okay in the first thing he was in, but he he got he could get over the top a little bit. And I didn't like him because I didn't like that type of humor in the show where it was just all jokey and everything. But um, he's not always, and I didn't necessarily like a lot of what Torchwood did, but I, I thought Captain Jack, just like any good written episode, he can be really good. He was really good in Utopia, and he was good in this. I didn't have any, any problems at all with him. Yes. Get a feeling that when he was saying goodbye, it was like talking through. They were talking, you know, through receiver. He was with, you know, Gwen. That there's, a, they're trying to drop hints of bringing Torchwood back to you. Uh, isn't there a big finish Torchwood thing happening? Uh, I mean, TV series. Okay, is there a big finish Torchwood? Thing yeah, happening? there is. It's just mostly John Berriman, though. Okay, I I don't know. I don't even know if I would watch that. Maybe I guess I would give it a shot, but I don't know if I would either because I mean everybody except Gwen is dead. Right? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Graham and Ryan, they have that psychic paper, they can go out and have adventures. <laughs> no, I I wouldn't want to watch that either. No. I wouldn't I mean, either. I, I would be torn because a, a Graham I would like to see, but not Ryan. Not Even a, though he was he was good in this, I. I yeah. <laughs> that ship has sailed. It's not coming back. Yeah. yeah. No, and I, I I hope there's not going to be a spinoff with Graham and Ryan because I don't think they have good chemistry together. 
I love the guy who plays Graham. I think he's great. But I'm not, I don't like the guy who plays Ryan. I know they're off, or Ryan's doing, the guy who's playing Ryan is doing something else. But if they were in Torchwood, I, I might consider it. Because I, I, I like the chemistry, a little bit of the chemistry between Captain Jack. I guess Captain Jack does has good chemistry between every, you know, amongst everyone. Wonderful. So, um, okay, anything else about this one? Nope. Um, one of the things we're talking about Daleks was recently there was a um, multi-five-part computer-generated, was it fan-produced, Jeff? CG uh, Dalek series? It was done by a couple of fans, right? No, I think no, it, it wasn't was. done by fans. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, it was BBC. Okay, so it didn't look that good. Well, anyways, I was going to throw that in there. That was kind of like a little CG-created uh, show that kind of was using... Back in the 60s, they had these Dalek strips that the Daleks would meet up with other enemies, including the mechanoids. And um, so they did that little special thing that was on YouTube, which um, I think, uh, Julia, you tried to watch it? Yeah, I, it was terrible. <laughs> Why did you think it was bad? Well, I, first of all, I find the Daleks talking just to be, like, it just grates on me. <laughs> yep. And the animation wasn't that great. I just didn't, I didn't find it interesting at all. Yeah. I literally lasted like half of one 15 minute episode. And I was like, I can't watch this. I just yeah. can't watch And so now entertaining. Okay. See, I mean, I, I, I bring I, my I, son to baseball. I put it on my phone. I just watch it on the phone while he's in there. So, so. I, I had told Jeff that I, that I knew that you're, you're going to have that reaction because I was barely able to stay with it as well. The Daleks talking with the mechan well the mechanoids voice was kind of weird. The, the the Daleks talking to each other is doesn't make it's boring. And and it's just like monotone and it's they they try to give some personality to a couple of them. Um I mean I thought it was okay, but I thought the CG wasn't that great at all. There was parts of it that looked pretty cool, but they they needed to adjust a couple of things to make it look a little bit better. But it was I it's not a story that I would think that most people would find interesting. I mean it was okay. I was unless not you're a big Dalek fan. There's no there's no people in danger. Who cares if the Daleks there's no whatever. It, it's just there's nothing there and I can see just, where a lot of people would be bored watching it. And I was. They yeah, it did get boring a little bit and they just were like going running away from the entity, and then they had to get help from the mechanoids, and then in the fifth episode, they go back, and f after the mechanoids help them, they have a battle with the mechanoids, and lo and behold, there's a whole army of Daleks underground in Skaro after the entity was supposed to destroy the, all the Daleks, which was just like, eh. Well, but the thing is, there's nothing exciting about what you're looking at. There's a big scene at the end where the Daleks are fighting the mechanoids, 
and the CG that they use, they're smoothly moving along and they're firing at each other. And there's at least a thousand laser blasts going back and forth on the screen until one Dalek gets hit. So they're like, wow, they're, they're really bad targets. And when it gets hit, it explodes in a horrible CG, like CG from like 20 years ago. And yeah. so obviously they didn't have a lot of money, and that's fine. I mean, people do this. It's the, you know, you're, well, it's the concept that you're supposed to, but I don't know. It just was like the battle wasn't exciting. It, there was no, I, I, there's nothing there to be exciting, excited about. It's very um, sterile when you're watching it. It's just like there's Dalek. It's like a video game. You're watching it, and there's no camera shakes. There's no, the music was just kind of droning along, and and you know, in a battle, people are yelling and screaming, and there's nothing, none of that. They're just sitting there shooting. It's just there's no excitement. That's supposed to be the most exciting part. And in the comic strip. Mm-hmm. There is like a space force that fights them. Yeah. In the old sixty-one. I mean, yes, they do fight the mechanoids, and they do. But there's also like the space force, kind of like what was in the master plan type thing. Yeah. Type deal. But I mean, they're obviously not going to do human characters with CG because it would look either absolutely ridiculously horrible or it just would break the bank. Yes. So I'm glad they did it. I mean, it's kind of a neat little thing. It's like, oh, wow. You know, but it's, I don't think it's for everyone. I, I, I can't imagine, you know, is, no, it's, no. Should, should I say I'd rather watch Orphan 55 again than that? No. Maybe. I'd rather watch I'd, The Dalek. Uh, no. Um, I think I might want to watch. I, I might just watch Orphan 55 because that, I, I need to revisit that episode. I just is it. I remember it. I, there's no way that it was as bad as I remember it. So I have to go back and look at it. Yeah, I'm not. But anyways, it was okay for what it was. Yeah. Okay. So uh, if you say so. <laughs> I said it was okay. I didn't say it was great. Uh-huh. I said it was okay. It was inter- Yeah, it was barely entertaining. It was okay. Okay. They, they, they made a valiant effort. Well, they made an effort. <laughs> it was valiant. Uh, it's also part of this Time Lord Victorious thing, which is this big jumbled thing, which the Tenth Doctor and stuff is. Yeah. The audios from Big Finish obviously are much better. I haven't read the books, but... Yeah. Okay. It's part of that thing. So we're all about Daleks in this review. Uh, Revolution of the Daleks. If people are on the fence, they're not sure they want to go back to the show, give this one a shot. Um, I know not not everyone likes it. I still think there's some pacing and writing issues from Chibnall. But overall, I think all three of us liked it. I I thought it was... We were spelt, all three of us were saying that it was probably better than every anything we've seen last season, maybe even. Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I I would say it's solid, like seven and a half out of ten for me. Yeah. That's fair. 
Okay. Well, thanks for listening. <laughs>